Are you ready to make the right moves and unlock your passion? Welcome to From the Inside Out with your host, Carla D. Walker. To be your best self in your personal life and your business life, all you need to do is look within yourself. Now, here is Carla D. Walker. Good morning, world. How are you today? It's a fabulous day. I absolutely love it. I'm, I woke up this morning. That was good enough for me. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know about you, but sometimes I have trouble sleeping. I think I maybe, I maybe have insomnia. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, I find myself, as I'm, growing, as I'm getting older, waking up at night more than I can remember normally. And I remember I used to be able to sleep through or sleep in. But for some reason, I wake up at 5 o'clock, 5.30 every morning. I don't know why that is. Um, but I do. And when I wake up, I ask myself that same question. Why are you awake? Go back to sleep. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'll catch it up later in the day. But I hope you're having a fabulous morning. I hope you woke up with a smile on your face. Uh, I hope if you, if you woke up a little droggy, you're able to get up and get going, brush your teeth, took your shower, did your exercise. You know, you had some breakfast to help get you get that protein to help you get going. You're either on your way to work or you're getting the kids ready to go to work. But I hope it's starting out to be a fabulous, absolutely fabulous day for you. My wish for you today is to look in the mirror. Look at yourself in the mirror and see when you're looking the wonderful, beautiful, successful person that you are. That you have replaced those negative tapes that go through your head that tell you that you are less than. That you've replaced those tapes with experiences and information that prove that you are enough. You are enough. You're not less. You got it. That when you stand naked in the mirror (laughs) and that you love what you're seeing. You know, all scars, bruises, scratches, fat, whatever it is, but you love yourself. All in your wonderful glory. That seeing yourself, that you see yourself as one of love, happiness, family, some failures, some regrets, but forgiveness, compassionate, that your gratitude is there, you're thankful, you see growth, you see inspiration. All that is you. All that is combined to be you. And don't focus on, if you look at yourself in a mirror, and focus, start focusing on negative things about yourself. Because that's you. If you want, if there's something negative, you can change it. But you've got to love yourself in doing it. And that you know the only person the only person that can stop you 
from reaching your potential, your life's goal, is you and only you. And that you have the power to change anything that you want changed. You have that power within yourself. That you are going to step into the life that you were meant to have unapologetically, without fear, with great energy and determination, with love and gratitude, with a clear focus and commitment. This is my wish for you today and every day. And as you go through the day, as you go through the week, please remember that you never know how your words or a smile or a simple act of kindness impacts someone else's life. Now, sometimes you may get an instant gratification or someone may give you back that kindness in return. But I'm talking about those folks that you, you know, you just did it because there was no reason. You didn't know them, but it was something kind that you did for somebody or it was a smile to say hello. You greeted them with warmth. You approached them in a way that made them feel good. Let your actions today and every day have a positive impact on others. It's my wish for you. You know, I was sitting, <clears throat> excuse me, today, um, like my, my topic is, you know, talking about uh, you stop sabotaging yourself in your life. And, and it's something that we do, and I'm not sure why we do it. Uh, I'm sure there are people, uh, psychologists or people who study behavior and all that, who have a probably a much keener uh, focus in terms of why that may be or could, you know, rattle some things off. But, you know, we were born to be great when we came into this life. There weren't any really restrictions around us. We came into this life free that, you know, we could do anything. You know, we came into this life happy and and loved. And, and so why do we sabotage ourselves? Why do we prevent ourselves from getting that love or reaching that potential? Why do we stop ourselves from doing that? So I, w- I was sitting in one of my favorite spots and this gentleman walked up to me and said, Hi, can I sit down? I said, sure, have a seat. <clears throat> Excuse me. So he sits down and we start a conversation. He starts telling me a little bit about you know, who he is in this life. And, you know, I'm curious, so I want to know everything. Well, not everything, but most things. Um, <clears throat> but he starts talking about himself and, um, you know, how, you know, where he went to school and what he was doing and, 
you know, what he wanted to do in his life, and but he just couldn't quite get there for some reason. You know, he, he worked at a tech firm, and he absolutely loved what he did. You know, he says he's got a job that, you know, inspires him, that um, he feels he's making a difference. Um, and while he wasn't in management, um, he was in a position where, uh, or in a, I should say, in a, in a role where there was, you know, progression and also that they're in a firm where there were a lot of possibilities that uh, he could have as he was going in. One of the things that he loved, and I could see it because as he talked about, his face lit up, you know, he got that smile. You know how that is when you're doing something that you really love and, and it makes you really happy. And this particular thing that he loved was he worked with kids three days a week, uh, teaching them, uh, I shouldn't say teaching, tutoring them in math and teaching them how to code, which, you know, is something that more and more uh, we're seeing the need for kids to learn how to do that, particularly with technology, but not just kids, you know, also adults. But in this particular situation, um, he did that three days a week. Uh, and uh, you could just see how happy that made him and, and the gratification that he felt in doing that as he talked about it and as he talked about the kids that he worked with. You know, you could see it all over his face. And it was a different feeling than it was when he was talking about his job at work. Remember we talked about, well, it's been, it's been a few sessions ago, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and one of the things we talked about was self-actualization. Well, I got the impression that his teaching with kids or working with kids and helping them learn was one of those self-actualizing moments uh, that he had where he felt good about himself and what he was doing. But we continued talking about, you know, his job where he was having a problem moving ahead at work and he wanted to be one of the leaders at work because he, you know, really enjoyed what he did. He felt he could bring some things to others, but he wasn't moving uh, in that wreck and wasn't sure how to make that happen. You know, he had applied for several positions uh, within his company, um, but he just never quite got the role. And he kept, you know, seeing people with less experience move into those roles. Um, he kept seeing people who were maybe younger than him um, getting uh, different rotations and all the things that he wanted uh, wanted to do and and believed, you know, he would be great at it. I asked him, you know, did you talk with your manager? What kind of feedback are you getting from your manager? <clears throat> and I was surprised when he said he hadn't received any because usually your manager will tell you if you're doing a great job or not so good. But he felt that if he had not, if he had applied that, you know, she was, <clears throat> no, he was interested in these positions and and when he didn't get it, you know, he thought it was just not good enough or he just wasn't the quote-unquote right person that they were looking for. He was beginning to feel more and more that no one cared for him at work. 
he was feeling a little discounted. And we'll talk more when we come back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Tune into From the Inside Out. To reach Carla Walker or her guest today, call us at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Carla Walker from the Inside Out at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Hey, we're back talking about my friend uh, that I made. Uh, Joe, I don't know if I even told you his name, but his name is Joe. Uh, at least I'm calling him Joe. That may be his name. <laughs> but as I was saying, you know, Joe was beginning to feel more and more discounted at work. And he started really hating on himself and thinking, well, maybe I don't have what it takes. Or, you know, maybe I need to learn something different. Or he started questioning, why are other people getting Worlds. Why am I seeing other people pass me up? Maybe I'm too old. <laughs> now, Joe was in his late 40s, I'd say early 50s. I, and I, I say that because I, I did not ask him what his age was. Uh, but just from uh, his appearance and the way he dressed and his uh, work experiences that he was telling me, he's... I'm, I'm guessing that's where he was in life. And Joe, if you're listening, I'm sorry if you were younger than that or if you felt that maybe you were older than that. But so he was getting asked the question, am I too old for this? Maybe this is a, a young person's game. Maybe, you know, technology is, you know, zooming by so fast. And I guess he loved what he did. And he could do just about anything, but because he wasn't moving in his company the way he felt he should, he began questioning his own abilities. He began questioning if he had the right skills, technically, you know. And since his boss didn't say anything to him, he didn't say anything to his boss. Which is another thing I find interesting 
is that don't you have performance reviews? Don't you have instances where you sit down and you discuss your goals and your direction you want to take your career and, you know, how can I make it better? You know, and, and doesn't your boss give you feedback? And when I asked him those questions, you know, you know, what were his conversations like with his boss? One of the things he told me was, which I found, again, interesting, is that he never really talked to her about, you know, what his goals were in the company because he didn't think she was that interested, that she was just interested in not where he wanted to go, but where he was right now, doing well in his current job because he was so good at it. And so she never had an inkling, at least not from Joe, that he wanted to do more than what he was currently doing. And since he didn't bring it up to her, she didn't bring it up to him. He didn't ask her for feedback and she didn't get it. She didn't give him feedback. He didn't ask the recruiters who were uh, vetting people for the job, you know, what are some things that they're seeing that as a differentiator between him and somebody else. And they may have been able to give him some information, but because of the lack of information, because he thought, started thinking he wasn't enough, he began to get a little disconnected from his job. And when he went to work every day, he didn't go with that gleeful um, walk expression. While he was happy to be there, he was certainly happy to have a job. But it, it was beginning not to be as fun, as much fun as it used to be. So why couldn't they see him? Maybe a question some of you are asking. Yeah. Why couldn't they tell this guy who did great work, you know, who would get, you know, great views from other people when they would work with him. They loved working with him. He was a great guy. He was very sharing of information and helping people, you know, willing to work late. Why couldn't he move forward? What was missing? From what he was doing or not doing that might have helped him. Why couldn't they see him as he saw himself? Do any of you know any Joes out there? Are you a Joe? <clears throat> do you have do you have goals that you have not talked about? Shared? Do you not elicit feedback from others to see how you could be better? 
Do you listen to negative tapes that may be running in your head? And it's interesting because these tapes don't necessarily start at work. Sometimes we hear these things when we were children and we bring them with us. You know, so there some of the tapes are long running that are negative that we hear we're not enough or we need to do more or we need to do better. Or maybe you come from a household where people did not discuss those things. We don't talk about what our goals are. We don't talk about where we want to go next or what we want to do. And we don't ask in our household, what could I do better? I just have to do better. Which is interesting because if I don't know what it is that I need to do better, how can I do it better? Or if I'm doing something great, that's exactly what needs to be done. If nobody tells me or I don't have that understanding, how can I continue to do it or how do I know what that thing is? And I know there are people who believe no news is good news. I'm not one of those people. For me, I want you to tell me. I prefer that you tell me that I've messed something up or that I've forgotten something or that I've called you by the wrong name or that I've I've not done something that's needed than for you not to say anything at all. That not saying anything at all for me. Now that ticks me off because I can't get better. I can't stop doing the thing that irritates you. I can't stop or make something better if I don't know what it is. And so I find myself asking for feedback. I ask folks for feedback and sometimes they look at me like I'm crazy. I have friends, but I have a dear friend that I had to have a conversation with her because I could tell there was something that she wanted to say to me, but she would never say it. And for me, if you're going to be my friend, I want you to be honest with me all the time. I may get mad at you. (laughs) I may not appreciate it. I might not receive it right when you're telling me. But, excuse me, I do appreciate the fact that you're telling me. So I need the feedback. Same thing with my bosses or when I'm working. I want them to tell me. I'd rather them tell me, well, Carla, we're just never going to promote you or we're never going to do this or, you know, you're just not what we're looking for because you need to do A, B, C, D, E, F, whatever that is, whatever that thing is I need to do. Or you need to do more of this or less of that. If I don't know, I can't make it make it better. But anyway, get back to Joe. <clears throat> and if you know some Joes, or if you are a Joe, I'm going to think about what are you doing? What are, what am I doing that may be preventing me or stopping me from getting the life that I want or living in the moment or living in the life that I was meant to have? And then it's just been a a couple of weeks, uh, particularly of people talking about things that 
seem to be preventing them from moving forward, you know. So Jean, for example, who loved to learn, and she was always doing a lot of research uh, on something. doesn't matter. She'd wake up in the middle of the night, she'd tell me, and, and do research on something or pick up her telephone and start looking things up and figuring out uh, what's going on in the world. And, and only when something caught her eye that she could spend an hour just looking that up and doing research on it. You know, maybe Jean is you. Maybe you're Jean, you know, uh, or, um, or you know someone who's a Jean. Uh, as I was talking to her, I kept thinking, I have done that. I have gone to bed and felt like my mind would not turn off. If, you, if any of you guys ever happened to you, but my mind would not turn off. So what am I going to do? So I pick up my phone. Here's where technology gets us. I pick up my phone and I start researching. And before you know it, an hour's gone by. And now it's an hour later and I'm getting an hour less sleep. And, oh, I got a presentation in the morning or oh, I got to finish this project in the morning. And I'm wondering, why am I so tired? Well, I know why I'm tired. It's what I'm doing, right? I'm sabotaging myself in terms of what I'm doing there. And if any of you out there feel like you do that, feel free to call us in at 1-888-346-9141 or internationally 001-480-5530-5760. If any of you feel that way or you've done that or that's happened to you, feel free to give us a call and say, yeah, that's me. Uh, share that. Let me tell you the story that I have. Um in terms of doing that. But anyway, um, so she kept, uh, she did research and she was great. I mean, this was great for her when she was working and she had, you know, project deadlines and um, presentations. Jean was a person who had, you know, several examples to show you or that she could relate from or she could pull and say here's a fact or here's what this research says or this implies so she was really good at supporting her arguments at supporting her projects at identifying why things should go a certain way uh, and she got you know rave reviews uh, at work in fact this also helped you know she also worked in a nonprofit so for the nonprofit she could do re- she would she would also do research on that and she could bring in new information that also helped uh, at the nonprofit move forward and get their you know when they're going around grant uh, grant writing because you know nonprofit you got to get your money from somewhere to survive so uh, they write a lot of grants, or they send out a lot of grants and proposals. She was very good at that. She was able to help them uh, in that in that frame as well. But she wanted more in life. She wanted, and she felt that you know she really hadn't hit her passion yet. She really hadn't identified what was something that you know made her get up in the morning and you know really was happy to get ready to do it. Now, mind you, that doesn't mean that. She didn't enjoy the work that she was doing or she didn't love, you know, uh, uh, the, the um, nonprofit that she was working for and, and serving the community and all that. But that still that was, wasn't quite enough. There was still something that she was yearning for that she wanted to do that she was a little more committed to, but she just couldn't put her finger on it. And then she had an idea and we'll come back and we'll talk about it. Be 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. You are tuned into From the Inside Out. To reach Carla Walker or her guest today, call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Carla Walker from the Inside Out at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Yeah, so Jean always wanted to do more than what she was just in just her, her normal job or to work with her nonprofit. Well, that gave her some satisfaction. She wanted to do more. And so she decided that she'd start her own business. You know, it was something that she was on, always wanted to do. She was an entrepreneur at heart. In high school, she had started her own business and, and had employed five of her fellow students. And they made a little profit uh, making uh, tablets and, and notebooks uh, uh, while she was in school. And she organized uh, a group of her friends and they started a, a babysitting service as well. So, you know, she'd always had an entrepreneurial spirit. She wanted to make her own money, do her own thing. Um, but also because Jean had a family and Jean was a single parent, she wanted to make sure she was providing for her child uh, as she got older. And so she... She was always working. She always found it necessary to work, and she had put all of her energies around working and making sure that she could provide for her child. So she felt that that dream of of being an entrepreneur uh, or owning her own business was something that she had to put on the back burner. But now she decided that she wanted to pull that out and she wanted to start her own business. So again, she started researching and researching how do you start a business and and trying to think through what kind of business she wanted to start. She thought, well, maybe I could do a consulting business because you know, it was one of the things that she got to do at work and she enjoyed talking with other people and working with them in that, in that particular manner. And so, so again, she started researching it, uh, looking up things on the Internet, talking to people who um, had started their own business. She started taking classes online because she, in reading what she was doing, she was looking at, um, uh, changing or adding, I should say, to her um, uh, portfolio. Uh, so she decides she's going to get uh, a research, a, a certificate uh, that you know says, "Hey, I went to school and I learned this." You know, how certificates are where so she would add it to her portfolio and look good on her resume um, as well as she was going through. So she's doing that in her spare time uh, between the real job. And between her um, uh, nonprofit work that she was doing, and she's feeling a little tired, but she thought, oh, she would push through because she had always been able to push through. Now, but pushing through when you're in your twenties is different from pushing through when you're in your fifties 
Um, as you get older, you can tell, and particularly in your 20s when maybe you have no children and you're trying to push through and, and you've got all that support. As you get older, if you have children, uh, then that's a different element that's added into that takes up that takes up part of your time. And then you've got a job and you're working for a nonprofit and now you want to start a new business as well. Uh, your chunks of time are being eaten up, so you have to think about or talk about or realize how much time you're going to spend on each one um, in order to to move forward. And and to add to add to that, so now we're working on a certificate um, that could take about a year to complete. And she could probably do it in less time if she didn't have a full time job or if she wasn't working at the nonprofit. And oh, by the way, so she took on a new role at the nonprofit because she figured it wouldn't take that much time um, because she had done it before. But things have changed from when she started to where it is now. So it took up a little bit more time than she thought it was. And, and she was beginning to feel something was missing. She was anxious about it because she wanted to make sure that she got her business off the, off the ground and, and, and moving forward. And she wanted to finish her certificate. And she wanted to do well with the nonprofit. And, and she still wanted to you know, do well at work. She's getting to feel a little tired, a little stressed. She's beginning to feel a little overwhelmed with all the things that she now had to do. She didn't want to let anybody down, and she wanted to continue to to move forward because she believed, you know, that she could do this thing. And then one of the things that you always dread happens, you know, there was a death in the family, and then her child got sick. So now we've got, we're starting, a, we're working full time, we want to start a new business, we're working on a certification, we're working with a nonprofit that we also took a new role on, and now we've got a death that we have to deal with, and this is somebody that maybe she wasn't as close to, but her child was really close to, and then her child gets sick. Um, oh, and so that's a lot to deal with right now. So she was beginning to feel a little overwhelmed, a little stressed, a little anxious, uh, but she was going to continue on. She wasn't going to give up because she was not a quitter. Uh, she was going to continue and figure out what she needed to do, but she still couldn't figure out why she was tired. I'm tired and I told a story. <laughs> Maybe you feel that way too sometimes. you know. So for Jean and Joe, as you think about those two uh, stories I related to you, what's stopping them from succeeding or living their life as fully as they can? What's stopping you from doing that? You know? Could it be, couldn't be lack of opportunity because these two people have a lots of opportunities, at least they see lots of opportunities. Could it be money? Money wasn't really anything that was necessarily mentioned, but money is one of those things that if you have a lot about it, a lot of it, you don't necessarily think about it that much. If you have a little of it, that's all you think about. Uh, we don't know anything about their family or their friends or, you know, these were both people who were educated. They'd be on high school. I think, 
I think Joe had a bachelor's degree, so he had gone to some college. And Jean was one of those people who was an overachiever, so she had a PhD. So what was preventing them? What was stopping them? What was happening that was keeping them from moving in the direction that they wanted? Because in talking to both of these people, I heard a lot of self-doubt. Could they do it? Why isn't somebody helping me? You know, you know, in Jean's in Jean's factor, she was superwoman. She could do it all. She wasn't asking anybody for any help. You know, she was running all these balls in the air. And even when some of the balls were heavier than the others. She continued to try to juggle them all at the same time. Do you think fear might have been a factor in any of these scenarios? Is it fear of success that may be stopping? Joe from confronting or letting his boss know the one of the persons who could perhaps help him in his career stopping and you know, not asking her can you give me some feedback can you tell me what are the things that maybe I need to do better do you, are you familiar with this job do you do you know what I might be able to do or in order to be more successful in attaining it or to make these moves. Here's where I want to go. Was it fear of inadequacy? Not being skilled enough? Was it a, a, a fear of, or of uncertainty? You know, being afraid of the, of the unknown? You know, the anticipation? Um, both of, of what could happen or might happen or if I move where I'm comfortable you know I'm, I'm in this role that I'm feel really good at and I do really well I get really good feedback but if I move to the next one am I going to be as good am I going to be as successful no is it the fear of failure do you think I'm going to fail uh if I do that, or this is the fear of rejection. If I, I'm great in this role, but if I move to the next one, I'm not going to make it. You know, this is the fear of missing out. You know, that, and so that, that's, that's one of those fears that's really crippling, you know, to success. Or the fear of change. The fear of losing control. The fear of being judged. You know, what is it? that Jean couldn't stop and let somebody else help or let someone know that she needed help. It was a fear of maybe something bad happening if she couldn't do it. It was a fear of maybe getting hurt at a deeper level, not trusting that other people 
may be able to help. Fear is one of those things that always kind of gets into our head that can block us from achieving our goals, that can stop us or prevent us from moving forward in our lives and reaching our potential for reaching those goals that um, we set for ourselves. And fear is one of those things that we do to ourselves that we actually sabotage ourselves in doing it because maybe we're afraid of something or we're afraid that we can't do something. You know, there's a a great little or neat little um, a quiz that I found in uh, Psychology Today, and it was back in uh, this was this was done an article by Dr. Alice Boyce uh, back in uh, May of two, 2018. And it's called 30 Types of Self Sabotage and What to Do About It." You know, and it's a quiz in which you know she gives you 30 patterns that you can read about and check and identify. Uh, uh, which one is a big problem for you? You know, because once you're able to identify what it is, once you can name it, then now you can do something about it. You know, and so one of the things that she, one of the fears or self-sabotaging behaviors uh, that she identifies is how you approach change. You know, you expect yourself to succeed in making life changes without designating any time or mental space to accomplish them. And I think about that as related to Jean. She expected to succeed, but she was giving, not giving herself the time and space that she needed to accomplish them. You know, she wasn't letting go. You know, I think she had a little perfectionist tendency. You know, so it... It wasn't uh, uh, small improvements that she wanted. She wanted to do, uh, or and was only satisfied with, you know, doing a hundred percent of of what was necessary. She was so busy, and even when more and more things were being put on her plate, she didn't allow herself the chance to succeed. By maybe taking or one of those things, or saying it's one of those things she doesn't need to do, you know. Maybe there was a hidden drains on on her her time and energy. So, the amount of time it takes to start a business, the amount of time it takes, maybe for education, the amount of time, you know, it takes to make sure that you have a great routine that works with you and your family, you know. If you haven't bothered to figure out what those better routines are, then you're going to have additional drains on your time and energy. You know, maybe there are, also maybe there are sometimes there are folks in your life who are, uh, I hate to say, draining um, and preventing you from moving forward. And you're allowing that to occur instead of addressing it. And making sure that you're doing what you need to get better. We're going to talk more about that when we come back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. You are tuned into From the Inside Out. To reach Carla Walker or her guest today, call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Carla Walker from the inside out at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Okay, so we're talking about those behaviors and those things that perhaps are self-sabotaging and I know one of the things that I was reading through the uh, article uh, by Dr. Boyce on 30 types of self-sabotage and what to do about it one of the things I saw is something that I know I do uh, and I know I do this so why don't I stop good question is procrastination you know Um, you know you have X number of days, months, hours to do something and you wait till you know right before the deadline is due to get it done. And and I do that. And why do I do it? Well, some psychologists would say maybe it's the fear of success. And somebody think the fear of success. Well who fears success? Well there are people who do that who who are afraid that if they succeed in something, that they will be exposed to some degree. Or once I succeed at doing that, then now what? The expectation is greater. And you have to work, you have to continue to do. And you do, you have to continue to work. That's the game. That's what you got to do. You got to continue to get better and better and better. So why procrastinate on it? You know you got to get it done. I know that when I do it early, I feel better. And I talked to you a little bit about this early when I talked to you about doing your taxes on time and how I used to wait till 11.59 to put mine in the mailbox to make sure that they that it had a postmark on it. Um, when I've had, you know, maybe three or four, three months to get it done. Um that I have stopped, uh, so that doesn't bother me as much. But procrastination is one of those things where we self-sabotage ourselves from success. Uh, and in terms of uh, relationships, uh, sometimes we, when a relationship needs to be improved, or you're you're overfocused on a on a decreasing negative interaction, 
but under-focused on an increase on increasing positive interactions uh, and shared experiences. I think about relationships. Um, when I was talking about Joe, the relationship between he and his boss is not the best. It's very surface. It's not serving him well. It's not providing him with what he needs. So why, when faced with a relationship that needs improving, why are we not doing those things we need to do to improve it? Now, he's making a lot of assumptions based on what he thinks his boss is thinking or what he thinks are the reasons that he's not getting that promotion or not moving forward in his life versus what may be the reality is that she doesn't, she doesn't think he wants to do it, that he wants more responsibility, that he wants to do other things. So changing that relationship, sitting down and actually talking with that person where that relationship is in your work and trying to identify what we can do to improve our working relationship, what we can do to improve our personal relationship. You know, it doesn't have to be a work colleague. It could be somebody that you that you have a, a uh, friendship with. You know, it could be somebody that, <clears throat> excuse me, that uh, uh, you have a, a, a passing relationship with. It could be a, a very good friend. Like I mentioned to you earlier, I had a friend who, uh, would not would clam up, if you will, you know, when I asked for feedback. It wouldn't tell me really what she was feeling. And I had to have a conversation with the person and let them know, I want you to tell me the truth. I want you to uh, uh, let me know what I'm not doing or where I'm missing something or, you know, if we have a problem, let's talk about it. No, because as I said to her, I have enough people blowing smoke up my skirt, so I don't need my friends to do that. So you sometimes you just got to have that kind of relationship uh, so that you're not operating on what you think a situation should be rather than dealing with the reality of it. Uh, maybe it's work, you know. You know, when I think of, uh, again, Jean... She is self-generating stress that she doesn't necessarily need. She has enough with everything else that's going on. She may need to put something on hold for a minute, uh, look and see what in her world or what in her sphere can she just pull back a little, which should give her more room to breathe, to deal with some of the things that are more important. You know, For example, if her child is sick, and and there's been a death in the family that can take a real toll on people so sitting back and and uh, getting getting clarity around that you know and you know don't fear the unknown don't be afraid to step out there a lot of people have ideas about wanting to start a business they're afraid to do it and so they don't step out there. To fully commit, that may mean you may need to either limit what you do at your full-time job or for a lot of us, is you quit the full-time job. And 
I know that's scary. Then what will I do? Well, I believe, and, and there are a lot of us who believe, that the universe will provide what you need. It's there. You just have to make that commitment. You have to make that step out there. I'm saying you are responsible for your life, not anybody else. But you have to take the leap and step. Ask for help when you need it. Make sure or get the support of family and friends. You know, keep your relationship. Talk with new friends. Get new friends or other people in your life who can support you know, the things that you are trying to accomplish. Talk to people who are already doing it. More often than not, they're there to support you. They'll help guide you uh, so that you, too, can be as successful as they are. You know, consider addressing any habit that you have that you see as negative, that's pulling uh, are away from what you need to accomplish on a daily basis. You know, look at the patterns, look at specific behaviors and of what you're doing and start doing something different, something that works. You know, really sit down and think about what do I do? You know, if, if I, and I'll, I'll use myself for example, if I'm procrastinating uh, and that's getting in the way of my uh, stopping my goal, then darn, I need to stop procrastinating. I just need to do it. Either do it or stop talking about doing it because I'm not, you know. As my aunt used to say, either, you know, either get on the pot or, or piss. <laughs> I think that's how she said it. Anyway, um, but, you know, I just got to get out there and do it. You know, borrow a theme from Nike, just do it. You know, throw caution to the wind, move forward, stay focused on on what your goal is, but change the behavior that's preventing you from moving forward. And the only way you can change is to first identify what that behavior is and then put a uh, plan together in terms of doing that. Talk with somebody and let them know what you want to accomplish. Ask for help. Ask for for them to also showing you or helping you or identifying if there's anything that they see that maybe you're missing, you know. You have a wonderful life to live ahead of you. There are blessings that are bountiful. There is life worth living. There's nothing that you can't do. I believe in you. I believe you can do it. I believe that it comes from the inside, but you got to get it out. So start today and make your life the best it can be. This is Carla Walker coming to you from the inside out. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to From the Inside Out. Be sure to join your host, Carla D. Walker, for another episode of the program next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have the best week.